I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. All right, welcome back. It's the final hour. Power hour here. Jeremy Kahn filling in for Nick Cox alongside Ken Barkley. You better, you bet. Brought to you by BetMGM right here on the BetQL Network. Now, we're going to wrap up some of this college football we've been talking about as uh, we've got Lockmas going on. It's the second day, and we uh, we get right into TCU. A little bit of uh, – they got to reload a little bit here, right? They lost a little bit to the NFL. Uh, some guys coming out over under 7.5 after being in a national championship uh, game. It's juiced to minus 135. The unders plus 110. What did you find out when you dove into TCU? It's uh, and Tyler makes a joke that TCU is going to play Colorado in the opening game, uh, which is just the way this entire game is being shaped is really funny. It's like a massive point spread. It's being billed as like Deion Sanders instead of TCU, the team that made the final last year. Public is betting Colorado because they're betting their win total. They think it's going to be a thing. I don't know. Colorado is going to be a thing. I hope they are. I think it's more fun if they're a thing than if they're a failure. Um, It's just a real that that whole thing. It's like it's so college. It's just. It's so college football, you know, it's like, so it's just yeah. like weird and fun and you wouldn't see it in another sport, even another college sport. Uh, TCU's win total this year, I think is very appropriately priced. It's very in line with their program history. Um, I'll be curious to see, we can't, we talk about a year two bump, Well, you got a year one bump. You made the title game uh, with Sonny Dykes as the head coach. What is a year two bump? Got it, 12 and 0 win the national title. Um, I, I don't know if they're going to be, you know, even close to that. They really succeeded last year because they played against a schedule similar to what Oak State has and Baylor and some of the other teams in the conference, which is you play so many toss-up games. And when you do that and you're a little better and you get a little better as the season goes along, that every game's in play for you because you're not playing Alabama and you're not playing those teams. You didn't play Georgia until the end. That didn't go great. But every other game went great. And uh, why can't that happen again with another team in this conference? I think it can. Probably just not them this year, right? And uh, I think a, a seven and a half is a good average win total for them. I don't think there's a lot to do here. Uh, I think I came out like 7.9 on them or 7.8, but I think there's a little wiggle room. Just I, <laughs> I don't really know how a team like that is going to play after a season like what they just had with uh, in the first year of a coach being there too. Like what a what an incredible setup. Uh, no bets for yeah. TCU, I think, this year. We had, and I won money on them. I had 10 plus wins on them last year. It was a great win. And, uh, and this year, nothing. 
So after TCO, where are we going next? Uh, Alex, who do we have? We Because I know we have the Texas teams left, right? Texas Tech. Yeah, Texas. We'll do, let's do Texas next. All right, Texas. Over nine and a half, minus 135. The under is plus 115. So... Of all the teams in this conference, uh, I think this is the one that there is the most hype about and the most potential people feel like for a team that could maybe win a national title, but like at least make the playoff. Um, and people have Texas jokes. We'll get into that too forever. Um, evaluating them first as a national title team or as a playoff team, uh, they don't make any sense to me as a national title team. I don't think they're that good. Uh, and historically, some of the benchmarks terms of like what your program needs to be at on a bunch of levels uh their talent on the talent on the roster is very good we'll do like my talent score metric uh maybe the end of this week a little bit on it i wrote about it already at my Substack. they do make sense like versus the other teams in the country in terms of like the talent on the raw like recruiting the problem is just like here's a team that is perennially underperformed versus expectations forever and when you do that like when the actual results aren't good you don't really make a leap to just win national title like even like when a team's been good and then they come back right so like michigan when they made the playoff for the first time and lost to georgia a couple years ago uh georgia when they made the playoff for the first time and then lost to alabama in the title game like those were teams that had been kind of like dormant from the playoff conversation that got back in they didn't get back in because they were so bad and then one year they just made the playoff it didn't happen that way they had like a close call or like a, a year especially in michigan's case where they were really 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 good and didn't make the playoff. They had a crazy fourth down with, uh, what was that, JT Barrett against Ohio State, but they didn't end up making the playoff on that measurement. And, like, that kind of team preceded the playoff team. What does Texas have that's preceded a playoff run here? Just, like, just yeah. incredibly underperforming rosters. So a lot of the kind of indicators for a title team make no sense. Could they make the playoff this year? Yes, they'd be kind of a fringy playoff team for me, but it's in play. Uh, obviously you have to beat Alabama in the second game of the season, probably for that to happen, but it's that's games in play too. Spread is less than a touchdown. Uh, just, I would have them more on the fringes than like a favorite to make the playoff or a team I'd really like to make the playoff. They operate more on the fringes, I think that way. So I would not bet them to do those things uh, in terms of their okay. win total. I think here's a uh, Jeremy, here's your, here's your synopsis of uh, 10 years of Texas win totals. Uh, did Texas go under their win total in the last 10 years? Here's your last 10 years. Did they go under? Yes, 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 no, yes, 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 yes. So just like Ooh. you, I mean, you could you could buy an island if you were just like, you know, it's going to be a really good idea. And you can see this coming too, because the market loves Texas every year. And I've had the under, not every year, but like several times. Just be bet Texas unders for life. And you're just set. You're just doing really good. It's just <laughs> the best thing. And so like, why won't this, I guess my question with this, why won't this just be that? It's really going to be that much different. I just don't know. And I talked myself into I talked myself into them last year, and they weren't bad. Uh, they got a year or two bump with Sark, and they won eight games. I just I can't get to this. I can't uh, nine and a half. Come on, guys. <laughs> what, what is this? I just yeah. uh, you know like I think the last time Texas won ten games was like thirteen years ago. Or something like that. Like that's what this is. That's what the expectation. It kind of feels are. like they're a year I, away. It, you know, like it's may, maybe next I, I year. I guess is that year. Yeah. Isn't that every year though? Like, isn't that? Yeah. I mean, well, really? Like, I'm going to say this next year too. So yeah, it's going to work. I mean, when they when they had Ewers coming in, it's like, oh well, now it's like, well, now they have Arch Manning coming. Oh, now. Yeah. So like, look, if they made it, if they finally did it and they made it, would I be shocked? No. Would I ever bet it at the price it's being offered? Not on your life. Um, would I ever bet the win total? 
I I wrote about this too, and I just I'm gonna end I'm gonna end up betting this under, and I'm I'm trying to wait on this too for the last second because I do think there is a ton of optimism. ESPN did their the game uh, game day week zero they do from the studio. Uh, obviously, they don't go on the road. They go on the road this week, and uh, ever everybody on the panel picked Texas to win the Big Twelve this year. And I'm not saying like you make a bet because of that, but what I do think that tells you is there's a lot of optimism among everybody about what Texas mm-hmm. is going to do this year. Maybe that optimism can drive this price up. Like I'll even a little bit more. 10 with a bunch of juice is like a certified banger. I mean, you just can't. It's like Florida State. You just can't. You, you go to bed yeah. dreaming at night for things like Texas 10 to bet the under on. Uh, nine and a half with a plus. I think it's pretty good. I don't think it's great. Uh, I'm like 9.2, 9.3, and I like Texas. Like, I bumped them this year, and I still don't get to nine and a half or 10 as a really likely outcome. They're the most likely outcome. So. I, it's going to be under. Uh, the size of the bet will be dictated by whether there is movement in the next two days. But I think having something okay. on under on Texas is a pretty good idea. Just like the expectation can't... I I love... I like Quinn Ewers is awesome. I think he can win the Heisman. Arch Manning's cool. He's also not going to play this year. Yeah, there's other... Xavier Worthy might win the Belindikoff Award. There's like lots of cool things going on with Texas. There were also lots of cool things going on with Texas last year and the year before and forever ago for 15 years. So just like, I need to like not get... You can't get suckered in by these like sex appeal of the Texas brand and wanting to bet this team to make the playoff or whatever. I think it's much more likely um, that they're just like either like good or pretty good or something and they end up like everything else so can make the playoff would never bet it uh nine and a half plus worth something not a lot 10 worth a whole bunch and we'll see if we get there okay let's go to texas tech over seven and a half minus 105 the unders juice slightly to minus 115 what do you see with uh, the red raiders not a lot the last two teams here are very depressing we always end with a whimper a very depressing analysis for these two teams just like i think we're pretty good uh, this is a team I honestly have almost no opinion on. Uh, I work the schedule okay. a bunch of different ways. I get really close to this number. They, they like other teams, will in the Big 12 will play a lot of toss-up games. Kind of like, how do you feel about the coach? You get a year two bump maybe there. Maybe that's something. They're also being rated higher than they were last year. So, like, market's price in a bump, too. I, don't, I really think there's nothing to do here. I don't want to talk about Texas Tech anymore. Okay. Let's talk about something else. Let's get worse. Let's go to West Virginia. Overs four and a half. Ooh. Minus 140, the under plus 115. What are you seeing with the Mountaineers? They (laughs) aren't the same. They aren't the same as Iowa State and Northwestern, where, like, news stories are actually having market impacts. Players are leaving the program, or there's just a negative perception. A coach left a team, in Northwestern's case. Market way depressed on both teams. You can see it and be like, wow, it used to be this. Now it's this. Really obvious. This is a little different. There's just a vibe that the season's already over and West Virginia is not let's like apply some context here West Virginia is not a four and a half team West Virginia has basically never been a four and a half team this is very low already so if you're betting the under on this because it's like I think Neil Brown's gonna get fired and this thing's going off the rails the offensive coordinator Graham Harrell was there for one year that he left like there this is a, a dumpster fire waiting to happen great market's already pricing it that way Never a four and a half. They've been a four and a half one time in the last 15 years. They went way over when they were a four and a half. So just like, yeah, I think it's bad too. I get four and a half ish. Just like it, it's either a buy or it's nothing. Okay. And I actually think it might be nothing, but like ugh, when these, when these things happen, it's hard not to click. I, people are like, man, you don't give a lot, a lot of overs. 
Like, you know what I really like overs on? The teams, this is true, the teams nobody wants. Like, the team where it's yeah. like, oh, I'm way down on that team this year. Great. Awesome. Well, can't can't wait. Yeah. I. It feels like that's happening here. I don't feel as strongly about that as I do with, like, Iowa State, for example. Just honestly, what's the difference between those two teams? One has one of the best coaches in the country, and the other has this guy. So that's, I mean, that's the difference yeah, probably and why, why I don't want to sit the other. So over or nothing, probably nothing. I don't. I don't know if you feel the same way I do. I think inherently there's value on betting season-long unders of all the different things that could go awry throughout a season. Like, you know, I, I people love to bet overs because it's easier to root for something good to happen than something bad. Um, but I think your average better loves to bet those overs. And I'm like you. Like, I, I like finding value in some of the underplays. That's just me, though. I like uh, I like unders on a really specific set of teams. Uh, it's like the, the – I used to, used to call them the this is our year teams where it's yeah. like – You've been at a certain baseline level of success for a long time, and then either a new coach hire, a really good recruiting cycle. A t- usually, it's a ton back, including your quarterback, and the market gets really in on this version of your team versus all the other versions. Right? There's a lot of examples historically of this, and you see it in the market price. Uh, Iowa State, who we just mentioned, had a team like that when Brock Purdy was there and Brees Hall was there, and all of them were coming back. They had like 90% returning production. That was insane. The market went crazy on that version of Iowa State. They were never a high win total team, and their win total that year was 10. 10! Didn't they get ESPN in their backyard? (laughs) Iowa State, didn't they get ESPN? Yeah. 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 Uh, and then uh, we did the show and I remember doing the show and being like, I, I under way under like, no. <laughs> and they were like, really, they were really good. And they won like eight games or nine games. And it's just like, yeah, but the expectation had been set. Um, that's the team I like to bet on when it's like they're, they're hype teams, but it's not just any like hype team could be anything. It's gotta be like hype team where you see it in the market that like, because of returning production or returning quarterback or like some combination of all these things there's a lot of expectation this year versus previous years and man that's like a great group of teams to go on and especially think about college football too and like all this off season summer and fall practice it's just like the continuous building of hype for all kinds of teams to have unrealistic expectations that very few of them will realize and if you can just like kind of like target a set of teams where that's happening and it's getting unrealistic in terms of the betting market for the team then then those are great so i i agree with you only with those set of teams unders in general and kind of whatever on but like those teams i think you could make a really really good argument historically that all of them really have been good bets the one we did in this segment that would fit that description would, would certainly be Texas would be the team that fits that yeah. description ton of hype for this team versus previous versions ton of hype for every team so I guess like every Texas team so it's not like this one's crazy but like a nine and a half is a has been a big number and it's not something that they've accomplished basically ever last 10 well, years sorry uh, yeah no it's great stuff on the big 12 uh- okay picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? 
and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.